Welcome to the Adam Rothstein Hockey Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all things hockey, interview players, and help new ones learn the game. If you want to learn something new about hockey, this is your show. Get ready, you're listening to the Adam Rothstein Hockey Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I am your host, Adam Rothstein. So today, we are going to be talking about college hockey. So uh, college hockey has really had its roots in, um, in most of the northern states, uh, northeast, uh, especially Massachusetts. They seem to have more teams than Minnesota of all states. Um, and then you got states like North Dakota, which, you know, you don't really think about in terms of sports teams, but their biggest team probably is the North Dakota Fighting Sioux in hockey, which is not really the, uh, biggest, uh, sports, biggest of sports, rather. The, and I have this pulled up here. There are many different D1 programs, and if you're a D1 club like I am, um, you do not fall into the NCAA um, as well. You never never fell into that. Um, The interesting part of this is that there's, there's so many different teams, Um, like, like RIT, like, like, as well, like Rhode Island Institute of Technology, I believe that is. Um, you have Penn State, you got Wisconsin, you have Ohio State, and and I think the the big surprise is Penn State on that list as well. So yeah, you yeah you got a lot of different leagues, and there's uh, Division One independence too. Arizona has a team, which is uh, which is kind of shocking to think about. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska has a team with the NCHC, uh, National College Hockey. Jeez, uh, I actually don't know what that stands for. It should, though. Um, I'm going to click on that. Yeah, the National Collegiate Hockey Conference, which is confusing because uh, you also have the Big Ten. The You also have the Atlantic hockey as well and 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 you have everything too like but but the northeast seems to be the most dominant even more than the big 10 and you got ohio state too um now having a team and and you don't really think about that as well uh in terms of uh hockey uh wisconsin is uh that's the only school i really See, there's like, you know, that's it um, for Wisconsin. Minnesota has much more. You have uh, Michigan State. You have Michigan Tech. You have University of Michigan, Northern Michigan, Lake Superior State. There's a lot of different teams. Now, Now, how does this differ from other leagues and levels as well? Um... The the icing rule 
um, if you remember in the NHL uh, before the, you know, before you crossed into the uh, face-off part of the face-off, when you were halfway in the face-off circle in your defensive end, if you skated past that, past the radius before the offensive player, it was ruled um, automatic icing. So that's where that came from first. And now it's just a standard across all levels uh, as well. Um, so there is uh, that uh, as well. The, yeah, they play with cage helmets or hard plastic. Um, NHL, they've got your visors. Everyone's got a visor now. Ever since Zidane Chara retired, everyone has to wear a visor. And um, and I don't know if they'll go to hard plastic, like the full hard plastic face shield um, anytime soon. I, I actually would figure they would so players don't lose teeth and they have that missing tooth like Ovechkin. That, yeah, don't wind up like... Ovechkin, wear your plastic, wear your hard plastic, or at least wear a cage as well. Um, yeah, so checking's on. There's, uh, There are definitely times when you're not going to play as much, and you, if, you, uh, if you're like a walk-on, unless you're getting a scholarship from like Minnesota, would you actually... Um, be guaranteed a certain amount of playing time, but as well. Um, now, most of you listening are probably not even going to get into the NCAA at all, even if you go into the D1 independence. There are a lot of teams, I'll admit, but these are the best players. They've been playing travel since they were at least eight years old, um, or they're the goalie or or they've been a goalie since they were like five or six. It's incredible. These, it, and they grow up playing on ponds. Most of these guys. I mean, and and I mean, you've got to be at least in Pennsylvania, as well. Now I now you can go to the junior leagues first, and then you can um, go to the uh, go to a university as well. Um, and you get your four years there as well. So you can only do four years. Uh, so s- the same thing, similar to uh, basketball as well. Like if you're an NCAA basketball player. So just, yeah, just use your time wisely when you're there um, as well. The, hmm. Yeah. I'm going to look this up now and I should just have my notes up right now. Um, so Minnesota is the winningest uh, college hockey uh, team, and 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 please pardon me as I'm typing, um, as well. Just looking this up here, multi sports here, um, as well. Um, so. Aside from the NCAA, we're going to get into the club hockey. Um, now, if you are going to something like Towson University, or if you're in the Nova, Northern Virginia area, or you're going to uh, 
George Washington University. You're going to be playing uh, D1 club and you're going to have to pay your uh, sports fees or your sports club's fees or whatever they call it there as well. So you're going to need to uh, write a check as well. And I think that is, um, yeah, I mean, it is going to be expensive. It's got to be over a thousand now. The uh, when I played in high school hockey for one year, it was like nine hundred dollars to play in in ten games. It was it was that expensive too, because we also had to rent the ice too, and we had like uh, three day a week practices at the time. And uh, I think it's going to be. I think as we uh, get going, um, or as you. Uh, I mean, unless you're up north, uh, would it actually be cheaper because there's more rinks and then you could still practice out on the pond in the winter? So, um, yeah, that's that is why it would be more expensive. And I think that that if you have the opportunity to uh, practice out on the pond, you know, you're going to be, you know, better off um, as well. Um, All right. But back to um, college hockey. Um, there's also pond hockey leagues if you go up to like Harvard or if you're in the Northeast or you're in um, the Northern Midwest, um, in at least Ohio, and, and it freezes. Yeah, you can definitely set up uh, tournaments there, uh, get four on four, and uh, do something for charity. And that would also, uh, you know, you can use those proceeds to fund whatever charity you, you want. Um, um, if you do want to just, I, I don't think that it would be unethical to ask for money, you know, to build out, you know, part of the rink. If you want to get your buddies together or something and you want to just you know, use some of that to at least build the boards and then just put the rest in there, um, you know, rest into that charity. Just be open about that when you do it and say, hey, we had to use some of the money to go to Home Depot to build these this wooden rink and, and everything. I don't think that's anything wrong. Just be upfront about that if you do that. Um, so, it, yeah, that would cover donations now, not everyone's even going to play in college. Oddly enough, I was the only one from my graduating class that played in college hockey, that played college hockey. Out, out of every, out of the 500 other kids that, like, this is not, this is only ice hockey, at least, that I know of, um, because the seniors, the three other seniors went to school where there was not hockey, no hockey there. Um, I got into, um, you know, several schools where there was no hockey. I got into York as well. And, and it's okay if you, you know, get into a university and there's no hockey. You can do beer league too. And the point of school is to get an education. And, and I would not, and I actually would not recommend um, a business degree uh, side note, I would not recommend that. I would recommend you become an engineer, you become a mathematician, you um, you you use something in STEM, whether that's uh, 
you know, computer science, engineering, or IT at least. And and you can do I say you can do finance just just if you're gonna do it, just you know, focus more on the financial planning aspect because there are a lot of people that need help with that. So there's that. <sighs> um yeah, so um yeah. Yeah, so I'll go to Google now. Okay. And I really should have these up. Call it yeah. Edge hockey champions. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so uh Denver was the most recent uh champion and um I don't think this ever happened before and I could be wrong about this, but you can definitely email me as well at adamrostein29 at protein.com, protein.com, protonmail.com, at protonmail.com. I'll leave that uh, in the show notes. Um, I don't think um, Denver was the only one unless there was something. No, it was, yeah. Yeah, it never did happen before this. I don't think so. We're the same city um, one who won the college hockey, who won the Frozen Four, also won the Stanley Cup. I don't think that happened before this year. Um, it. I don't think it did. There were definitely, yeah, and and any time Wisconsin won, it was, it was um. You know that Wisconsin never had an NHL team, which is just crazy. Um, canceled due to C-19. Um, uh, okay, actually, I don't think... Yeah, we, we don't count... Yeah, I'm looking at this now. If you want to count 1998 Michigan, I that doesn't really count, even though they did play in Joe Louis Arena um, for a little bit, but but they are in Ann Arbor. That is not Detroit, so... And, and they don't even like being associated with Detroit, um, as well. Um, so you got that. Um, yeah, there was, yeah. So the first, um, actually, yeah. So Michigan actually did win the first, um, tournament. Um, yeah, the Wolverines somehow pulled it off in 1948. So there was no, there was no, um, college hockey tournaments until 1948. We were not yet in North Korea yet. Uh, Truman was president and, you know, FDR was dead and and the whole thing. Um, And, 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 and there was like, yeah, there were a lot of people that weren't born yet. There were like, it, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. I don't think, you know, my grandparents were teenagers at the time. And, and they were, yeah, and they probably didn't care about hockey too. So unless you actually grew up in the areas where there were actually um, these teams. So uh, Colorado College actually had won one in 1950, but there was like nothing there. You, yeah, and, and then you have Denver, the North Dakota Fighting Sioux, won, 
one, and that's the men's, Northern Michigan. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so if you go down the list um, on ncw.com slash history, you'll see all the, all the teams, and it's going to be mostly Northern teams. Oddly enough, Providence, Rhode Island won one in 2015, and I don't know how they pulled that off, but um, it's interesting. Um, now let's talk about TV. I don't, growing up, I had Comcast. Uh, you might be familiar with this cable network, uh, you know, really crappy network with um, bad service. Um, when it wasn't bad service, I actually did get to see some games, and it was like on channel 864 or something. I, I forget the number, but but you could catch a game, even of the women's college hockey as well, too. Like, the, like the North, their North Dakota fighting suit came on a lot for whatever reason. Um, and I don't know if it was just the way the broadcast was set up, but I just saw them a lot on whatever that channel was. And then, and then I'd switch back uh, two channels down, and then the men's were there or something. Like, I'd, I'd switch between channels. Uh, and, and it was fun, too. Um, the women don't check at all. They still have to play in cages and in hard plastic helmets. And that is going to be, and that was the, uh, you know, and the, that's the main difference too. Um, and, and I think by the time the, uh, you know, that icing rule came along, you know, they, you know, they took it up uh, about the same, you know, the same time the men took that up. And it certainly saved um, some people's lives. Um, from being clocked and preventing injuries. Um, what also prevented injuries was the curved glass near the benches. Um, that certainly helped um, a lot too. Um, I mean, like, like that thing is sharp. You know, it's it's a window essentially. I, like, like you hit your head on that, and that's like you know, you're toast uh, even with the helmet. Uh, which is why, you know, a curved glass, you know, it's not gonna, you know, it's not sharp. It's, it's smooth. It, if you hit your head on it, you know, you're not going to get hurt as much, but you will still feel that even with the helmet on. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I'll tell you about the winningest coach and, um, and more on that. Oh, oh, I almost forgot uh, before I get to uh Don Lucia and and my former coach um uh imagine uh in 1948 or before before the Stan Makita days uh where they broke the uh their sticks and and discovered the curved blade um they were playing with straight edge sticks and you couldn't like I I'm glad we have the hooks now and the blades uh, are curved the way they should be to cut the puck. I think that's. I think that's still. Um, I think that's still. Uh, you know, has been like probably the best innovation to the game, um, even more than the butterfly. But yeah, that's and now. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about the uh, 
you know, I, one of the winningest coaches ever, Don Lucia, and and I'm actually going to pull this up with uh, Control F. So I've only got, actually, I only got two wins for him right now, and I think he might have um, served. Yeah, yeah, he certainly served. Yeah, I think yeah, the Golden Gophers. Actually, yeah, they yeah they went a long time without it too, um, but uh, yeah, and then Herb Brooks was in Minnesota, who uh, as well. Um, a little side note on him before he uh, went off to Miracle, he won um, with Minnesota in '79, and then they chose him to uh, put it on, and his goal was to win. So, and and thus he was, you know, the one to do it because. You know, at the time, amateurs in college, we didn't have that, um, you know, you know, paid to play likeness. Um, now, da- now, this did lead the way to uh, Don Lucia as well, um, who played with uh, David Lucia, who was my coach. Yeah, Lucia and Lucia. Yeah, spelled the same, pronounced differently. It's like calling, you know, you know it's like Adam Rothstein, and then there's like, you know, a John Rothstein or something like that. Like, like there are people that pronounce my last name differently. So there is that. So these two played at the University of Notre Dame. And I actually do Notre Notre one, two, three. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So they didn't do much. Um, and, but my coach uh, was a D1 NCAA hockey player um, at the time. And, uh, and whatever rubbed off from Don Lucia, rubbed to David Lucia, rubbed to me. And I carried that with me through. The peewee days through high school, through college, through beer league, and um, and it certainly stuck with me um, as well. And I'm definitely grateful for that as well. So I, I did want to mention that uh, as well. Now, last thing I do want to cover today is video games. Um, there's never been a college hockey video game. You could certainly mess around with uh, some of the EA Sports or the NHL 2K games if you're really that old. You could mess around with it and you know create your own team. So potentially you could create something like a Boston College and and uh, just play the game uh, that way. So you technically could have NCAA hockey on your GameCube or whatever you were playing at the time with NHL 2K or EA Sports or even now you you could probably just you know find like a mod where you could do it which is the best part I don't know why we keep updating these sports games and and why we can't just pay for the modifications for like five bucks too like like I would like I think that would be the best thing for you know EA to like lead with that and say, okay, you want to, here's the latest game. Uh, You can modify whatever you want from this. This is going to be not, yeah, this is, 
not necessarily the last game, but we're going to modify everything with this, with all the players in the drafts, and and we can even have college athletes, assuming the NCAA um, rule lets this happen and you get that legal battle dealt with um, where NCAA players should make a liking, should make, you know, some revenue from, uh, you know, their performance. And, and that's another thing, too. The, you know, whether it's basketball, hockey, football, baseball, I think if you produce uh, and you help generate revenue for your school and they're not letting you take a cut from that, I think that's, you know, that's theft in my mind. You know, you're using my liking. And, and yes, maybe I'm getting a scholarship or a half a scholarship. What if I was just a walk-on and just performed really, really, really well? I think that... I think that it absolutely uh, should be the case that you get to make money from this and you get to sell your jersey um, and put it on like eBay or something or just... Or if there's a video game that comes along, you know, EA Sports can give you a cut. The 2K Sports can give you a cut too. Why is this unreasonable for people? You know, these kids, like many, most of these kids, unless they, you know, unless they have connections, like, you know, the football and the basketball players, you know, they could come on as walk-ons. Like even the hockey players, they're not making anything too. No, No one's making anything for the most part. Uh, I mean, unless you're going to get a big contract from the NBA, NHL, or wherever you're going, are you actually going to make money, too? Like, these are still the D... I don't know if you would include the D3 teams or if you would want to just create a separate amateur league for that, but but certainly with the D1 schools that are actually bringing in the revenue that are on cable, um, let them make some money. As well, let them sell their likeness, and and if and if like Denver or something like wins, you know the tournament, um, you know put them in the beginning of the video game intro and just pay them like fifteen hundred bucks even straight, or just like or, or or better yet, set a royalty deal with them, and uh, whatever downloads happen, you know they get like you know, a cut or something. They, they get like, you know, maybe a do- not a dollar, but like maybe like a nickel or something. Um, and, and, and that at least gives them some passive income or you could just, or you could still, uh, you know, pay them, you know, a straight check too. I think, you know, or, or you should still make some deal with all these athletes um, I like, even if it's, I, because like, I mean, I don't think they'll take, like, if you just let them all have like a five cent royalty on it, everything I like, there's not enough there, certainly with college hockey, but, but I think like, if you take the main winners or if you take those who made it to a tournament, whether that's the big 10 or the, um, or not the ECHA, but if you take the Big Ten or 
as well or any team that that got to the tournament. How about this? How about this? If if EA Sports wants to produce an NH a NCAA hockey game, anyone from in the in the final four in the frozen four winners, the four teams, four best teams that make make it to the tournament. If they get to that tournament for the year, they get a cut of something. That goes for the coaches. That goes for the players um, as well. They get. You have to give them something too, and as well. Now I don't know how well that would sell. Certainly, when the NHL, um, you know, covers that, and I think you could st- you could still manage something else too, uh, and as well, if they ever were to reduce it, there was a college lacrosse video game. Of course, p- there's going to be kids that want to play it, and and IGN could review it as well, um, and, and this can still work, too. Um, it, I do not understand why we're still doing this. There was a college baseball video game, there was a college basketball game, college football, but no college hockey. I think um, I think whatever sport you play, if you take any of their likeness, you need you need to pay them. Like, how about this? Just like, like just the four best teams. It's not a lot. You can give them a royalty deal of like five cents per download or or like or like five cents per actual game that that, that, that doesn't seem unreasonable, especially if games are going for like 60 bucks now. And because they worked so hard too. And, um, and then you could still partner with like, um, you know, Reebok or something and sell their jerseys as well. And, and, and you could collaborate too, to let the players make money is what I'm saying. So, um, that, that'll about, that, that about covers it. Um, uh, the college hockey season is coming up in, actually, I'm going to look at the schedule right now, uh, real quickly and, uh, apologies for Googling so much, but I love this stuff. Um, college hockey season, going to look this up. Yeah. Okay. Give me a moment. Um, Season 2022, 23. Yeah. So the next season is scheduled to begin on October 1st, 2022 and conclude on April 3rd, 2023. So, and that would be the, uh, not April 3rd, April 8th, uh, 2023. So that's when they'll do it. Um, So... Keep your uh, cable boxes on, or you can stream it, or you can find out your local area. If you're up in the Northeast or Midwest, you you can find it. 